What does that even mean? Well, both ends are hot, so actually I would like to stay in the middle, please. <laughs> Welcome to Halftime Sandwiches, where I, Henry Liston, and he, Josh Shreve, deliver you the crumbs and crusts of the football world. We're both we're both a bit in the wars, really, aren't we? Yeah, um, uh, yeah. It's it's sick. It's sickness season. If we were footballers right now, you would take us right out of your fantasy league team and never put us back in again. I've, I've done nothing, Henry. I mean, I tell you what, it's been a great month for catching up with football. I've watched pretty much every competition in the world this month. Well, we'll get on to all the football you've watched. We'll do AFCON today. We'll do the FA Cup. We'll chat bollocks for about 15, 20 minutes the length of an actual half time. See what we did there? Until we hear the whistle, and the whistle this week could only come from one man, Mr. Jurgen Klopp. These boys are fucking <laughs> mentality giants. It's unbelievable. These lads are fucking unbelievable. That's the big news, isn't it, Josh? Jurgen Klopp, he's going. I mean, mate, I feel sad for football generally because, uh, bias aside, what a man in the Prem he has been, what a manager, what a coach, what a character, not only super successful, and again, biases aside, Liverpool are a big team. It's always good to see the big historic teams doing well in the Premier League, in my eyes. And he's done that with Liverpool, but he's also a great character as well. Um, yeah, come, come as a bit of a shock. How were you feeling on that news last week? It was weird, you know, I saw it. And I, I think I laughed because I just was so surprised. And then I sort of read about it and I watched the video and I kind of get it. And he's leaving the squad in a good place. I'm just going to miss his teeth, Josh. I love those gnashers. And I love watching him do his big clock bear hugs after games. I love him so much. He's been a big inspiration to me since he came into Liverpool Football Club. I've written down some of my favourite quotes of his. I write all sorts of guff down. But one section of my notes on my phone is called Lessons for Life from Jurgen Klopp. Oh, wow. In amongst the uh, supermarket order that you're going to do and the list (laughs) of things you need to do, like wash your clothes, you've just got some inspo chat. Yep. All from the big man. I I should give him his his full title, Jurgen Norbert Klopp which just makes the man even better, doesn't it? His middle name's Norbert. Okay, I'm not sure you'll be getting a tear out of me, though, but go ahead. (sighs) Confidence is like a little flower, and when someone stamps on it, it's really difficult. We need to build it back. That was last season, I think, when we were terrible. This is one of my favourites. If you want to win big, you have to be ready to lose big. It's easier to run into the sun than away from the fire. What does that even mean? Well, both ends are hot, so actually I would like to stay in the middle, please. (laughs) These are all from Jürgen Norbert Klopp. We have to increase the amount of good moments and decrease the amount of not-so-good moments because that is how you get out of every situation in life. And I think we should take that into the podcast. You know, decrease the amount of shit on here 
and increase <laughs> the amount of good shit. And, and with that, this week's episode is done. See you. <laughs> well, he's off, but not quite yet. Um, I do have a prediction. If I was a betting man, I would say this gives you a good chance, Liverpool fans, of getting a couple of those four trophies you're still in for mm. before the end of the season. It's an incentive, I think, Henry, and you've just given more incentive with those kinds of speeches, those quotes. Those are going to be going around the dressing rooms. The, the big one would be if he can win another Premier League before he goes and then he gets back into that, even more into that top tier of Premier League managers of all time, I, th- I think if he gets another one, but... We'll see. Whatever he does, it's going to be it's going to be a magical end to the season. I think we'll get at least two of the four trophies on offer. What are we saying if he does get, say, the Premier League statue stand name after him? Oh, what's what's the statue doing? Is it the old the fist bump? That's exactly what he does, isn't it? Or is it just his teeth? Yeah, I saw a meme going around saying because his whole reason is that he's run out of energy. And there was a meme going around saying, well, if he didn't do this after every game fist pumping the cop he might have saved himself a bit of energy so if there was to be a statue of him I'd want I'd want the one do you remember when he celebrated and he's sort of t- doing two fist pumps to his groin uh, that was my favourite clock it's going to look like he's skiing yeah or, or doing something else <laughs> from a potential statue of Klopp to another man who if all goes well in the next week or so, maybe getting a statue himself. Amase Faye is the new Ivory Coast manager. Now, when we were talking about the AFCON last week, we lumped Ivory Coast in with the teams that were doing shambolically in this tournament that you would expect big things from. And that was because it was pretty likely they were going out. They finished third in their group and they didn't get that many points. Now, A lot changed after the last podcast and they actually went through to the round of 16 as one of the highest scoring third teams in the AFCON. It was a shock to everyone, especially Ivory Coast, as they just decided to sack their manager, Jean-Louis Gasset, after having such abysmal performances in the group. So they've gone through to the round of 16. They haven't got a manager And they've had to get an interim manager in. Now, I watched this match the other day. They took on Senegal, the holders. Ivory Coast, it's in their home nation. You'd think that'd be great for them. It's all been going not so great so far. But they put on a stormer of performance, scoring with a few minutes to go. And then they've won on penalties. So this interim coach... The 40-year-old Emerse Faye has come in, first ever game in charge. He's taken them through to a quarterfinals on home soil in the AFCON, knocking out the holders. It's all gone mad. VAR doesn't even come into play a lot of the time when you would expect it in the Premier League. It's a lot of a looser game. I've enjoyed it so much. It's um, it's crazy. It's good, though. And it, it gives an opportunity for one of the the minnows to maybe win it it would be it would be massive egypt are out senegal are out now so come on the 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 little cheeses beat the big cheeses hey it could be a final of cape verde versus guinea yet <laughs> on to another competition that is it seems to be on all the time and when it is it's on thursday friday saturday <laughs> sunday monday now, the FA Cup. Yeah, what was going on with that? I, I don't know, but I'm here for it. I mean, football five days of the week on the telly, it's brilliant. 
And the FA Cup always delivers little nuggets of magic stuff. Josh, did you watch Newport versus Man United in the FA Cup? Yeah, as a Man United fan, it was an interesting watch because all things were pointing to the upset and then, you know, we went ahead. They got back in it, but we scraped through. I say we, the chaps on the pitch. I never like to credit it to myself, (laughs) although I could do a job in there at the moment. Yep, uh, 4-2 Man U won, but it's not a Man United player that I was interested in who made it onto the score sheet, Josh. Did you see who was on the score sheet? Yes, we spoke about him in the first episode, didn't we? Mr Evans, your uh, mate in (laughs) sort of... Oh, I don't know. What are we calling him? Uh, my acquaintance. My my old school acquaintance, Will Evans, the former cow farmer. He was in the year above me back at Llanvothlin High School back in North Wales. And as you said, I mentioned it on one of the first podcasts. We had a bet when he played for Langedwin and I played for Trevonan. I bet him he wouldn't score past me. And although I conceded five goals in the game, Will Evans did not score. So I walked away with a whopping £5. So my theory here, Josh, is that he scored against Man United, but he couldn't score past me. That means I'm better than Man United. Yeah, the whole team, Henry. That's exactly how it works. (laughs) I'm better at football than Raphael Varane because Will Evans went past him, the World Cup multiple Champions League winner, like a big sack of shite. (laughs) well you know players evolve I'm sure Will Evans has got a hell of a lot better since your school days no it was that good then don't take this away from me Josh it's all I have we're talking of sacks of shit Um, (laughs) someone else who is very much talking about that was Liam Gallagher he took to X over the weekend his Man City team obviously flying high in the FA Cup but another team that are in contention with winning it, are Liverpool. So Norwich Mm. were playing Liverpool and he tweeted Norwich saying, come on, NCFC, let's really shit in their handbags. LG, kiss. (laughs) And Norwich just responded, thought this was classy. Didn't see it on the tactics board, but we'll pass it on to the lads. As you were, NCFC, kiss. (laughs) Liam Gallagher needs to get a life. Liverpool live in his head rent-free. He's always tweeting about Liverpool about wanting them to lose and stuff, when Man City have won everything there is to win. I don't know what his problem is. He's got some sort of obsession, Josh. I don't, I don't know what, what's wrong with him. He needs to get a grip. He's got a new album out. He's got, you know, he's got kids. Hey, this is the way to promote your album now, shitting in handbags. I've always said it. <laughs> is that the name of the album? Or is that could that be one of the reviews? I haven't heard it yet, to be fair. <laughs> No, it's not on my listen list. I'll tell you what would happen if you shat in a handbag is you would get very ill if you didn't wash it thoroughly after. And this brings me on to a sick note. And why it's relevant is because it was written by Rob McElhenney, who is one of the owners of Wrexham Football Club. They were in the FA Cup this weekend against Blackburn Rovers. Someone called Wrexham Canada on social media, tweeted him saying, Hey, Rob McElhenney, can you provide me with a sick note for work so I can watch the match on Monday? And Rob McElhenney has clearly got nothing better to do. He loves a bit of 
tweeting about Wrexham and all that. He has written mm. a sick note saying, to whom it may concern, I hereby excuse from work on Monday at Wrexham Canada. It goes on. But basically, he is really embracing this club and their fan base. He's becoming a firm favourite with the Wrexham fans, isn't he? Yeah, he is, and I'm sure that that fan will have really cherished the day off as Wrexham lost 4-1 to Blackburn Rovers. Right, we mentioned this last week. Gary Neville was on Dragon's Den. He appears to be a footballer at the moment. That isn't just happy with doing punditry. He has announced this week, Henry, I don't know if you've seen this, that he is going to dabble his hand in DJing which should be interesting. So he's been announced to DJ at Kendall Calling Festival in summer. Can he just do anything? Has he got that much money now where he can just he can just do anything? Well, what I'm thinking is we mentioned Cantonards going on a singing tour, so maybe Gary Neville's the warm-up DJ. Maybe <laughs> the sort of 90s Man United squad are starting to come back together. Steve Bruce is on the popcorn at half... Halfway through the gig, going around, handing it out. Does anyone want an EA scream from Steve Bruce? Roy Keane is definitely checking your tickets on the way in and saying nothing. Just, yeah, yeah, go through. You would, to the left. I don't want to say shit again on the podcast, but you would shit yourself if Roy Keane was checking your ticket. He'd <laughs> just tear it up in front of your face. Now, what I loved about this, I saw this online over the week. Presenter and Chelsea fan Abby McCarthy caught my attention with a TikTok about it. Gary Neville is DJing at a festival. That's right, he's going back to back with Tim from the Charlatans. And it's got me thinking, DJ and football duos, let's go. Liverpool's finest, Jamie Carragher, back to back with Mel C for a deep scouse set. Fred again, again. Ben White and Joel Corey, double T, tans and teeth. This one surely makes sense. Mace and status. It's very cleverly done. What I thought, this is a bit like our penalty shootout. So inspired by Abby, whoever wins, penalty shootout next, over the next week, will take on, she's agreed to it, Abby in next week's penalty shootout. It's going to be DJs and footballers. How does that sound? Sounds good, Josh. Uh, I back you to be the one facing Abby because you won last week's at an absolute landslide. Well, don't write yourself off too soon because it's two on to you. You're still up and it's time for this week's. So this week's, because this comes out at the start of February, January for many has been miserable for whatever reason. And it's been dry jan for many. So we thought as it's the end of dry January, we would do soft drinks, penalty shootout. How has it been coming up with this, Henry? It's been good, and I went from dry Jan to try Jan. I got to the 20th. I'm well accustomed to the soft drink aisle, Josh, because of my 20 days of dryness, so I, I think I've done all right here. Okay, then. I'll kick things off as the reigning champ. We always start in goal. I'm going to try and say this one correctly. It's ex-Bolton keeper, UC Yaska Lyman Soda. Okay, I've gone for another cult classic goalkeeper. He's Australian, played for Fulham, Chelsea, Middlesbrough. It's Mark Schwepser. 
<laughs> Similar eras, loving it so far. Okay, in defence for me, former England centre-back, West Ham player, Matthew Seven-Upson. Big header. I've gone for a little terrier in midfield, a Brazilian player, a Liverpool hero, and lucky, it's Lucas Aid Lever. <laughs> Sticking in defence for me, he's horrible to play on the pitch, and this would definitely fizz up if he was a drink. It's Dr. Pepe. <laughs> oh, it really pains me to put a Man United player in here, but I've gone for Iron Bruno Fernandez. Okay, I like what you're doing. You're going with a lot of the first names this week. I've gone for another surname into my midfield. It's Rouge Hulilt. Two up front for me, and I'll start with this player because the drink is perfect when you're hungover for me. Spurs captain, a club legend, it's Hyung Min Capri Son. <laughs> Good. And finally up front for me, Roque Fanta Cruz, the Blackburn legend. That's good. But I think this is better. A Wolverhampton wondrous beast of a striker. Over 300 goals for Wolves. Everyone loves a bit of bully. It's Steve Red Bull. Two good teams this week. These boys are fucking mentality <laughs> giants. It's unbelievable. There he and is. there it is. Uh, that's one of the last times we'll be hearing from him for a while. It's the end of the podcast. As always, at Halftime Sandwiches on Instagram. Halftone sandwiches at gmail.com. Send us your questions about everything and anything and vote on this week's penalty shootout and we'll see who's taking on Abby next week. <laughs> <laughs>